Welcome to the Inscape Podcast, where we explore the inner world and discover our unique power to connect. My name is Tanya Nelson, and this is episode 11, Why Connection? I'm way excited to be talking about this topic today. It's close to my heart because I've had this persistent question consciously, probably for the past 10 years. And the reason why I say consciously is because at the beginning of my life, there's no doubt that I had this question. I just didn't know what I was asking. And as I felt the disconnect and the separation and the search outside of myself, as I started to believe that love and validation and worthiness and value and belonging, as I started to believe that that came from other people or it came in what I did, I started to separate from myself. And it wasn't until about 10 years ago that I started to ask the question, why connection? You see, I developed a defense a very strong defense of independence. I believed if I said I didn't need anyone, I believed that if I kept everyone at surface level, if I didn't really let them in to my space, if I didn't really let them into my insecurities or my lack or or into anything that was vulnerable, then I wouldn't feel that rejection. If there's one thing that ties us all together, regardless of age, gender, or culture, it is the basic human desire for connection. We all want to feel connected to ourselves, to the world around us, and to each other. I'm stating this as a fact right out of the gate so that we are all on the same page. We all want connection. We all want to feel connection, that belonging, that power, that value, that worthiness. Society has made the desire for connection look like a weakness. We've made it so that the need for closeness with other people, to give of who we are, and have that be enough for someone else, is viewed as a lack of independence. It's not. It's a very real, very human instinct and desire. It's not going to go away. I can testify to that. No matter how independent I got, no matter how separated I got, no matter how much distance, I still always wanted to feel connection. And I had created the very opposite of that in my relationships. We are always going to feel it deep in our bones. If there is an invisible string tying us all together, it is our desire to connect with each other. The question still begs to be asked, why? 
Why do we want connection? I have several theories and I have no way of knowing for sure if any of them are true, but I think that by exploring them as possibilities will further the conversation. The first one is that we belong and are connected to everything and everyone. And if we all have the same question that we're asking in this life, it would be, who am I? Who am I? And the answer could very easily be, I am everything and everyone. I am connected. I am a part of. I belong everywhere. The very essence of who I am, my makeup, my source, my connection, all comes in the form of everything and everyone. And to answer this question, who am I? It's a journey of connecting to ourselves. There are two worlds that we operate within on a daily basis. One of them is the outer world. What we see and what we experience outside of us. The other is the inner world. The inner landscape. The inscape. Humans are naturally curious. We've been trying to sort out the mysteries of life since the dawn of time. The inscape is probably the greatest mystery we know of. The essence of who we are, the ground of our being, the foundation of life. There are many ways to begin an exploration of the inscape. Meditation, journaling, there are many exercises that encourage looking within, yoga. But one of the most effective ways, and one not often talked about, especially in this context, is through our relationships with other people. We've covered this topic of projections on the podcast before. And just to reiterate, everything is a projection. We can only express to others what we ourselves have experienced. And we can only truly see in other people what is already within us. So that means that other people are mirrors. They mirror back to us things that point us towards the inscape and allow us to dive deeper into both ourselves and our partner and our children and our family members, our coworkers, all relationships. Relationships are a gift. They are a mirror into ourselves. We all want to be loved and accepted for who we are. On this grand journey of life, we are doing nothing if not trying to answer the question, who am I? As we do so, we are met with doubt and insecurities at every turn. 
Having the kind of deep connection that offers true acceptance and unconditional love is a tremendous gift. And being able to provide that for someone else is equally as precious. What are we all here for if not to do exactly that for each other? Why do we avoid connection? If we want connection, why do we often find ourselves doing everything we can to avoid it? This is a question with a simple answer. We are afraid. We're afraid of ourselves. We're afraid of what we find in the inscape. We're afraid of the unknown. We're afraid of the power that we have within ourselves. We're afraid of rejection outside of ourselves and inside of ourselves. In fact, in order to experience such a deep, true, authentic level of connection with another person, we have to be our most vulnerable when we're with them. I have yet to find anything in this life that is universally as terrifying as that idea. To even say that does not capture how it feels to be standing on the threshold knowing that everything you want is on the other side and is it's yours if you can strip yourself bare at the door and leave everything behind but yourself. The fear of rejection, of unreciprocated love, of being seen as weak or unworthy, as a, as, it's as real as anything ever was. The best thing that we can do or at least the start of it all, is to acknowledge the fear rather than sweep it underneath the rug. We often hide behind a mask of independence, of invincibility, of perfection, in order to avoid admitting the fear of vulnerability. The cost of this mask, the cost of this defense is so high. Now, this is an important thing to note. People throw around the term fear of vulnerability a lot. I'm more inclined to think that we're actually afraid of the consequence of vulnerability. That's the unknown, which is the one thing I know for sure we are all afraid of. We have no idea what's going to happen when we surrender control like that, when we give ourselves to the unknown, when we are well and truly vulnerable. All of this is not to say that we are codependent on other people. That is something that is often brushed over in this collective conversation. And it's important to note that what I'm talking about is not contrary to independence. Quite the opposite, actually. Codependent relationships are relationships where these involve, those involved have lost their own unique identity and their connection to themselves. In their distorted connection to other people, these relationships are the exact opposite of the goal when it comes to connection. As it could be argued that they don't even reflect genuine connection at all. The kind of connection that I'm talking about can only be achieved through deep inner work 
on yourself, which means coming to know yourself on a singular level. Getting to that point within yourself is an intensely personal process, and it's a lifelong process. But the reflection of other people can make all the difference. Our relationships with the important people in our lives will both aid the process and and we will benefit from it. The most important connection we can possibly experience is the one with ourselves. That's because without the being the foundation of all other relationships, we risk our unique expression. If we lose that, if we lose focus on what makes us who we are, then we can't share that with other people. If we don't make our connection to our inner world, our inscape, our number one priority in life, then we can't give the gift of who we are to the world around us and to those that we love. We have nothing to bring to the table. We lose and separate from ourselves. And that is the exact opposite of connection. That connection to the inscape lays a solid foundation for what we experience in all of our other relationships, including the one with our outer world. Connecting to the world around us is essential to remind us of the very ground of our being, the foundation of everything. This is called the return. Without it, The expression in its most authentic form is impossible. In our relationships with other people, connection is an incredible gift. There are many levels of connection. And with the vast majority of people you interact with regularly, you'll be on a surface level. Those levels go deeper and deeper until you reach the most intimate relationship you'll ever have. And in that you'll find the opportunity to explore your own unique, sacred space in which you have built a sanctuary. As long as you're committed to continuing the work, to walking the path, to sticking with the lifelong endeavor, then that space will only deepen and solidify. The desire for connection is something we can feel with every fiber of our being. A lot of our daily struggle comes from denying it, which puts us in a constant friction with the essence of our humanity. That dynamic is the most common experience that people have with the desire of connection, which is trying to will it into non-existence by acknowledging, accepting, and recognizing the gift that is in this desire. We move closer to fully understanding what it is that we all want, connection. I know many business owners. I work with so many couples. This desire for connection is so powerful and it's within each one of us. The businesses that I work with, when they know this about their culture, when they create connection, when they create vulnerability, when they create authenticity, the 
the power inside of the company, the power inside each individual to show up is massive. It's massively valuable. But as much as we want it, we're terrified of it. It means letting go of control. And just as much as the desire for connection is ingrained in the fabric of who we are, the need to be in control is woven through our defenses just as tightly. Our egos do not want us to let go of the separateness. Our egos do not want us to let go of the programming that we believe keeps us safe. The judgment within ourselves, the expectations that we have to prove our worthiness, we have to prove our value. Our ego does not want us to let go because that letting go creates the unknown. We are so familiar with being separated from ourselves and others. Because if we do let go, if we do experience that vulnerability, we experience the power within us. And we experience the question being answered, who am I? I belong everywhere. I am part of everything. I am connected to everything and everyone. The gift of it all, by deepening our understanding of connection, what is truly at its core and why we all want it, we expand our perspective. We allow to move into conversations. We allow to move into our fears. We allow the space to be magnified, the power within us to be magnified. Anytime we do that, we open new doors. There is a level of connection that completely transcends any worldly definition. That is the level that we crave more than anything else. The level where we are seen and we see. The level where we unlock a whole new world within ourselves. And in that world, we find our home. We return to our inscape, to ourselves, to our source. Now that is a new level of power, of connection. Now we truly have something to share. Welcome home. Welcome to the Inscape.